You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Necessary Roughness. With 11-year NFL veteran, Big Ten Offensive Lineman of the Year, and captain of the National Championship Michigan Wolverines, John Jansen. And 10-year NFL veteran, two-time Pro Bowl offensive tackle, and Super Bowl champion with the Green Bay Packers, T.J. Lang. Now, here's John Jansen and T.J. Lang. Hey, welcome back to Necessary Roughness. John's on break this week. He'll be back with us next week breaking down everything that happens out in Baltimore between the Lions and the Ravens this weekend. But sitting in his spot, we've got a special guest, Detroit's uh, godfather of radio himself, Michael Stone coming in on this beautiful Friday to help break down this Ravens and Lions matchup. Mike Stoney, thank good you, to see you. Thank you for inviting me, TJ. If if there is the antithesis of John Jansen breaking down football, it's me, Mr. Fan. You're going to break down the trench uh, battle we're going to yes. see here uh, yeah. on Sunday. Well, you know, from from a caller we had on on Friday. The Lions have no chance because Terrell Suggs being honored. They'll put him in the Raven, you know, ring of honor on Sunday. So the crowd's going to be all jacked up. So the Lions have no chance because Terrell Suggs is going to be there. Could that possibly come back to bite him in the ass? I mean, you look at teams, it's two weeks in a row now. The schedule comes out and... Tampa kind of looked at the Lions as maybe the homecoming game. Yeah, let's wear the creamsicles, maybe get, yeah. right? Hey, this week, Terrell, hey, they look at the Lions. Yeah, let's do it that that week, you know, maybe not a, maybe a guaranteed win. <laughs> Hopefully it comes back to bite them, but uh, we'll get right into it. It's supposed to be a beautiful day uh, yeah. Sunday in Baltimore, 64 degrees. You won't uh, see as many Lions fans in Baltimore No, that's they, what, they keep their tickets. That's what I wanted to get into. I don't think that, I think this is going to be the tr- the first true road test this team is going to face. I played in Baltimore, I think, three times uh, in my 10-year career. It is an intimidating place to go. It's an underrated uh, stadium. I love the outdoor stadiums, but their fans show up. They, they've got a great, rich history, tradition. They're a tough football team. Uh, they play just 
lockdown. You know, it's a tough defense. Uh, it's really everything that, that when you look at Baltimore in totality over probably the last 15 years, I think it's everything that we would like to be here in Detroit, Absol- right? Absolutely. <laughs> Explosive have- offense, great defense. I mean, this is kind of the uh, kind of the the top of the uh, chain, so to speak, when you think about just complete teams over the Their last 15 identity. years. It's very Steeler-esque. I mean, they've been a, a franchise since they moved from Cleveland. This is, I believe, year 27 or 29, something like that. They've only had three coaches in their entire history. Ted Marchabroda for like two or three, then Brian Billick for nine, and they won the first Super Bowl, and Harbaugh's been there for 15 years. Yeah, incredible. It's like the Steelers. <laughs> it's Steelers, yeah. I mean, and it's that AFC North and the NFC North, I think, have a lot of similarities when you talk about outdoor football, cold football, tough defenses, right, running game. Um, there's a lot of similarities there. I look at uh, this Baltimore defense specifically, and I say, man, I watch them on film. It looks very similar to what the Lions just played in Tampa Bay. You've got a 400-pound bowler, boulder at nose tackle. <laughs> Last week was Vita Vea. This week, Michael Pierce is a big fella. He clogs up a lot of space in the middle. And then I think the secondary, really good, right? Kyle Hamilton's a guy yeah. uh, all over the place. Stone, their corner, has three interceptions. They He's take the ball away. He's got to be good with the name Stone. Yeah, and, it's, well, it's it, there you go. Yeah. A little tanner than you, I think. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> and then there are two linebackers. I mean, you look at Roquan Smith, a guy they traded for last week, or last year, I'm and sorry. Queen. Patrick Queen. Queen, I mean, 116 tackles, five sacks, eight TFLs between the two of those guys uh, throughout six games. It reminds me a lot of this Tampa Bay defense that you just played, kind of that 3-4 oaky look. They can bring a lot of exotic pressures. Uh, last week with the Lions, you know, I know I know a big deal was, hey, the, we got the win, right? Anytime you win by 14 points in yes. the league, it's a good day, especially on the road. The run game probably wasn't where it, it, it has been or where it needs to be. Uh, but you go back and you watch the tape and, and you say, man, it seemed like uh, Tampa had a good plan. Um, it seemed like they picked up on maybe some tendencies that Ben Johnson, this offense, had because it wasn't really a lot of guys just getting beat up front. Uh, it was a lot of well-timed pressure. It was a lot of loaded boxes. I mean, sometimes you just do the math and we got seven guys to block. There's eight guys in the box. Somebody's going to be free. Um, And a lot of the times it was guys coming from the back end on the backside chasing down plays. Um, So I look at it and I say, man, I think the offensive line played played pretty damn well. But that's going to be something that Baltimore, it's a copycat league. Baltimore's watching that Tampa film. They've watched how they kept uh, the Lions to, what, 40-some yards rushing. Um, They're going to probably have a similar plan I wanted to ask you, I've got my thoughts on it too, but what do you think the Lions need to do offensively to get the run game going again? Because we know, look, Jared Goff is playing his ass off. Last week he threw, I think, 45 passes, uh, had a hell of a game, great on third down. Uh, but we know th- this isn't how this team wants to win games. This isn't this isn't the identity of the team that we're just going to sit back and chuck it 45 times. you got to get your identity back, which is which starts with, with running the ball. How do you think they well, take a step in the right direction well, with, again this with, week? Without Montgomery, it's going to be more difficult on the stuff in between the tackles, I would assume. I mean, Craig Reynolds, he did practice on Thursday, so I guess he's going to play. This is, you know, we drafted Jameer Gibbs, 12th overall. This is the time. Now, I know he's probably not great between the tackles, but if there's a little hole, he's got to figure out a way to go, and that, that's the only way to do it. And the other way to open it up is maybe there's some, some of the short passing game where some of their linebackers have to be back and make sure that guys like Laporta and St. Brown and even J-Mo, Josh Reynolds, don't create enough. They create space. Baltimore, 
leave space for if they get to the next level running the ball somehow, they can have a big run. Yeah, and we saw that a little bit last week, especially in the second half, more wide receiver screens, more uh, bubble screens, getting the ball out fast to try to substitute really for the run game that wasn't working in Tampa. If it's me, I say, you know what? This it's really hard to run in between the tackles against this Baltimore team. Um, they've got a lot of big-bodied athletes on the defensive line. They've got two, Rob. We talked about it. Really good linebackers. Uh, I look at it and I say, you know what? Maybe this might be a a sub type of game, eleven personnel, ten personnel uh, type of game. So you force Baltimore into playing more nickel defense and into playing more dime defense and getting at least one big body off the field. Mm-hmm. And I think you, I think where the Lions are going to be able to have a little bit more success is maybe trying to get the ball to the edge. Uh, they tried it a little bit last week, but like I said, they weren't really taking care of the backside as much. If we could get some of these jet sweeps, if we could get some of these uh, quick tosses and, and the new little flip pass that a lot of teams like to run now, just to try to get to the edge at least early in the game and try to soften them up a little bit, then you're going to have to. Then you're going to have start having more success. I think running in between the tackles. Now, Jameer Gibbs. I mean, we'll see, right? He's this yeah. is Friday. I mean, I think we're expecting him uh, to play this week, but he's been limited in practice all week. He obviously missed the last two games uh, with that injury. I don't know if he's going to be the bell cow guy that where they're going to say, all right, man, we're giving you 20, 25 touches. Uh, I think that's probably going to be at least to start the game, Craig Reynolds, because I think he's a, been, he's been a reliable guy. Right. And we know Dan Campbell loves guys that, <laughs> that are reliable, and right? They get rewarded. Block. Guys that can block. You need block. him for protection in there too. hundred percent right you do. So I think it would be uh, Craig Reynolds. I, I would really hope that, I, and I don't know if this is going to be a, you know, coming out party for Jameer Gibbs by any means. This is a tough defense. But I hope to see at least a couple splash plays from him, kind of like what we saw week one uh, in Kansas City. Break yeah. a couple tackles, get to the edge, uh, threaten this defense a little bit, make them get out of what their identity is, which is kind of clogging up the middle, and then you're going to have more success the better you're going to be able to run the ball. But uh, key matchup that I'm looking at, really our wide receivers versus this secondary. I mean, you talk about a guy, and I'm in Ross St. Brown. We all know what he is. I mean, he's just a, as solid as they come there in the middle that – uh, in that slot position, um, but a guy like Jamo. I mean, last week it was so huge. You, you felt like that was the weight of the world lifted off his shoulder when he made that touchdown catch. Two plays before, ran a great route, wasn't a great pass. The one that kind of low when he dropped. He's got to learn it from those little things as well. Hey, work your way back to the quarterback and whatnot. But you watch the rest of that game, Stony against Tampa. And Tampa's safeties and their corners were starting to play 25, 30 yards off the line of scrimmage right. on some of these play-action passes because they didn't want to get burned again. You saw Amon Ra coming over the middle wide open a couple times uh, because it was that JMO threat. But I think... Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Against this Baltimore defense, a big matchup is going to be how do they match up with our guys? Do they want to try to take away Amon Ra? Do they want to try to take away a guy like Sam Laporta? And do you think this could be a game where J-Mo gets a little bit more involved? I, I think they, they have to get him more involved just to create the threat, number one. Number two, you mentioned Laporta, and we'll get to the other side of the ball in a second. Uh, but Laporta, obviously, last week wasn't his best game. He was coming off, off the injury. You know, people yeah, weren't sure whether he was going to play or not, whatever. Uh, he's going to have to actually come through like he has been most of the season. Flip side, let's go to the other side of the ball in that position. First of all, the Ravens, can do they – I haven't looked at the, their film like you have. Do they defend the tight end well? Because that's one thing of we know historically the Lions don't do. And, you know, everybody talks about Kelsey. Everybody talks about Kittle. To me, Mark Andrews could be the most underrated player in the National Football League. Yeah, and, if the, and if the Lions can't contain Mark Andrews, it could be a long day for the defense. Well, yeah, and you look at, I mean, Zay Flowers is their leading receiver right now, 35 catches, over 360 yards. He's got the one touchdown I think he scored last week in London, but Mark Andrews is right behind him. Um, and then it's a big fall off to the next guy, which might be Odell with maybe 11 or 12 catches on the year. Right. But Mark Andrews, yes. I mean, I think this offense is built around him. Now, it's not the old uh, Baltimore Ravens that we saw maybe two or three years ago. Different where, coordinator. Different coordinator with Todd Munkin, right? Um, but now it's it's not this kind of wishbone T formation and a bunch of read options and a bunch of quarterback sweeps. Lamar's certainly going to keep running the ball, especially on third down if you give him a lane, and especially down in the red zone. That's where he's a threat now. Um, but Mark Andrews is still a big part of this offense. And kind of the focal point that you got to worry about. Now, I think Alex Anzalone, I think this is another big matchup on the defensive side. Alex Anzalone matching up with Mark Andrews and matching up with some of these uh, tight ends in the play action game. That to me is where the Lions have been slipping a little bit when it comes to those RPOs and the play actions a little too many times. And they got away with it last week, Stoney. I don't know if you saw the replay of the interception, the tip pass yes. uh, that, that Will Harris came wide Mike open. Evans was. Nobody within 30 yards yeah. of him. And there were a couple other plays coming off of play-action passes where Baker Mayfield just missed on a couple uh, deep shots. That's going to be something that you have to clean up. They ended up cleaning it up uh, kind of in the fourth quarter against Tampa. But do you think they play their aggressive like press coverage or do you think the Lions play soft and conservative? I think you have to play press coverage. I do. I think, And Lamar is a guy who... He's going to give you at least one chance to take the ball away. Right. And and kind of Baltimore, you watch their last couple games and offensively, it always starts with like a quick pass, whether it's a wide receiver screen or a bubble screen or uh, one of those jet passes or, you know, a quick slant. I think they try to get him, you know, a confident throw to start the game uh, to get maybe – give him a little bit of confidence. Uh, but he's also a guy that I think if you play press coverage, I think that's what this, this secondary strength is. Jerry Jacobs is a guy, man, he's a he's a pit bull. Like, he wants to get up on you. He wants to be physical at the line of scrimmage. He wants to be sticky. He's not a guy that wants to play 10, 12 yards off the line of scrimmage. So, yes, I think you have to get up on these receivers and challenge them. And the key is – Who's gonna Who's gonna spy Lamar Jackson? Branch, who's gonna, Brian Branch, maybe Anzalone. I mean, look, Anzalone's got a lot of speed. Yeah, like he people don't realize it. For being white a, guys can for run. being a white linebacker. <laughs> yes. I mean, he can cover yeah. sideline to sideline uh, pretty damn fast. I I don't know what the plan is going to be, but that's going to be the key defensively. I think is. How can you contain Lamar? How can you contain Mark Andrews? Because we know Lamar, as good as he is and as dynamic as an athlete he is. 
he can be a turnover machine sometimes. I think he's already fumbled the ball eight times this year, yeah. um, throwing a couple picks. He's going to give you a chance to take the ball away. But I think, Stoney, just to wrap up here, this is going to be a very similar game to last week when it comes to situational football. Who can be better on third down? Who can be better in the red zone? Uh, you look at the Lions' defense last week. I think Tampa made two trips down to the red zone where they were threatening. You held them to a field goal both times. I mean, that's just that, that's what you want your defense to do. And I think it's going to be a close game. And I think, unfortunately, it's going to come down to a field goal. And as good as Riley Patterson's been from 45 and closer – it's Justin Tucker. I mean, he's not going to kick a 66-yarder because it's outside like he did at Ford Field, but he's the best <laughs> in the business. I mean, that yeah, guy, that's true, that but he's the best in the automatic. business. Yeah. He's the best in the business. Oh, that would just rip our hearts out. Oh, it seems oh like every time we God. play Baltimore, it comes down to that. Yeah. But look, I think the, the red zone. In Baltimore's offense, the first four games, they were scoring touchdowns 80% of their time uh, in the red zone. 12 touchdowns, two field goals. Last two games, 22% touchdown rate. So they've kind of hit a little uh, rocky patch there in the red zone themselves. Don't help them out, right? No, don't and, don't and, bail and, them out with penalties. Don't give them any free plays. Don't give them any you know, opportunities to blow a coverage in the red zone. If you can hold this team, I think if you can hold Baltimore to four or five field goals, uh, kind of like what we saw last week in London, I think the Lions are going to have a hell of a chance to win the, this game. And the other thing, both teams, both the Lions and Ravens, start out really fast. So, yes. I mean, if you can get a lead early... Historically this season, the Ravens are not a team that comes back. They, All right. they more give up leads. Yeah, let's finish up here. We always finish with the picks. We're not going to do uh, – John and I usually do about four or five games, but okay. I haven't really looked at the schedule this week. We're just going to stick with the Lions. I'm going to start with John. He sent in his pick. He's got the Lions winning on the road 27-25. What do you got, Stoney? I got the, um, the Ravens winning 24-21. to and I do think this is going to come down to a last-second field goal. I do. I think it's going to be a 24-21 to 21 type of game, yeah. uh, maybe a 27-24 type of game. I think the Lions are due to make a play on special teams. I think Khalif Raymond is kind of due to maybe pop one. Yeah. Uh, they don't get a ton of opportunities to no. return kickoffs. but Just don't – just don't fair catch the ball on the five. <laughs> don't don't, don't fair catch it at your inside your own five. Yeah. He fielded a couple of scary ones last week, but yeah. I, I I think that might be the difference. I'm going to take the Lions in this one, 27-24. I think it's going to be a great game, but I think this is a different team. I think if you keep playing solid football and, and great defense is what we've seen throughout this uh, first six games, this is a team you should be able to take care of. They, they, they've been terrific, uh, but they're not going to go 16-1. and one. So to me, this is one of the games that they'll probably lose. Yeah, I mean, it's going to happen eventually, yes. right? But and it's better to happen against an AFC team. Well, it's better to happen, I think, when you've got a 5-1 and one lead where yes. you can sustain uh, a rocky patch. Yes. Tony, I want to thank you for thank joining you us. Thank you for inviting me. Uh, everybody listening, make sure you guys subscribe wherever you find our podcast. We will be back again, John and I, uh, next week to break down everything that happens here in Baltimore on Sunday. Man, we've got a great football weekend coming up. College, pro football. Can't wait to be back with you Just again don't next steal week. steal any signals, okay? <laughs> it's a good point. We'll be back with you next week here on Necessary Roughness.